are Locked On Diamondbacks, your daily Arizona Diamondbacks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. They're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Listening to who? Noah's wonderful host of this podcast, Miller Thomas. I'm a multimedia journalist and I'm a graphic designer, so please go check out my website, MillerThomas24.myportfolio.com. On there, you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at CreatorThomas24 for my personal account, at Lockdown Dimebacks on both Twitter and Instagram for the podcast handle. Now, on today's show, it's part two of the crossover with Javi Reyes. As I'm recording this right now, the game's going on. The D-backs are up 2-0 in the fifth inning. So I don't even know if the D-backs win the game at the time of you listening to this. So I hope they do. Hope we can wake up Thursday morning and the D-backs are ahead of the Padres in the standings. And if we are, that's what we're going to be talking about on Thursday's pod. But for today's pod, Javi and I are talking about tomorrow's game. We preview it. You hear our bet if the D-backs do win the series. It's a great wager. We even get into a little video game talk, talking about Ratchet and Clank of the PS5. And then we wrap up the pod with Javi answering the question of who his favorite offseason addition has been so far for the Padres. So it's a great pod. Uh, it's a fun pod, honestly. So I hope you guys stick around. But first, this year... The Locked On Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover NFL Draft Live. Get insight and analysis from Locked On local experts and the Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL YouTube page to watch live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft, April 29th to May 1st. All right, all right, all right. Let's get into the pod with Javi Reyes of Locked On Padres and I. We were talking about, well, at least you were talking about another pitcher who is going on the mound the next day, Ryan Weathers, who I wanted to talk about him because he seems to be in the same boat, the same kind of come up story that the uh, against his counterpart, Taylor Widener, because Widener came into the season. He was a fifth starter, got picked up because Zach Allen was starting out hurt. And so he, he's kind of been the extra guy. And so far, he's been arguably the best pitcher on the staff with Zach Allen out. And Ryan Weathers, he stepped up to the plate, too, with injuries of the Padres rotation with Nelson Lamette and some other guys out. So how have you felt about Ryan Weathers? And is he here to stay for the future? Uh, again, it's it's early, but... One thing to remember is he is super young. He's 22 years old. And also, he's a top draft pick, like, at once upon a time. In 2018, I think he was the seventh pick in the draft. So, like, there's reason why this guy was taken early. And I think that what happens sometimes is the Padres farm system has been so deep, on top of their major league club being insanely deep, that we sometimes forget. I mean, this is also a team that people are excited about. They drafted that C.J. Wilcox guy in the draft who they ended up trading in the in the Blake Snell trade. And they get Robert Hassel, who people are really excited about. And then, of course, you have C.J. Abrams and Mackenzie Gore, who are top 10 prospects in all of baseball. So sometimes people forget 
This is what happens, right? Sometimes people forget about guys. And so far, the kid's a gamer, too. He's got a good attitude about him. He was taking <laughs> cuts, by the way, uh, yeah. when he was up to, to, um, to bat. Um, I was like, what is going on? This guy wants to hit the ball. So I, I felt a little bit nervous about him. I was like, all right, easy up, man. We need you. Um, but he's looked great so far. I believe only one run across 15 and a third's innings total so far. Really great stuff from him. Uh, showing good control which was one of the issues that Padres camp had about him. They were wondering, can he work himself out of situations where he, you know, gives up lead walks sometimes and just allows a couple base runners on. And then his, his stuff is flying all over the place. And that might happen with younger pitchers. And he's really ironed out his game and stepped up big in two Dodgers starts. That I think is really the impressive thing, especially at Dodger stadium going five and two thirds, mm. uh, not giving up any runs, striking out six. I think it was um, really good stuff. He's kind of been our own, uh, our own freight train, I guess you could say. Okay. Uh, you remember him? <laughs> yeah, I remember him. Yeah, I remember freight that was train. So funny. We were just roasting David Peralta after For that. No reason. Like, no one knows. It was about so the, mean. No one knows was, the nicknames of these D-backs players. I guess. Yeah, it was so mean. We were just out of the locker room for the the opening day game, and David Peralta, <laughs> you called a freight train, and I was like, "What are you talking about, freight train?" He's like, "It's his actual nickname." And then I looked it up, and I just thought it was hilarious because David Peralta, you know. Has had a couple of good decent seasons before. Mm. Um, and I know you know I laughed because I have Twitter notifications on for MLB home run. Mm. I saw uh David Peralta, I think he had a grand slam. Did he when recently yesterday? Not yesterday. It was well, look at the things now. He had a, he had a game against the Reds, he drove in seven oh. runs. <laughs> yeah, he just went off. He just was like three for three the at the freight train. The freight yeah. train. <laughs> yeah, it was like all aboard the freight train. The D-backs are tweeting out on their account. So they always incredible stuff. Incredible stuff. How much now? I guess if you would allow me oh, by any chance to to pivot over to some diamondback stuff, man. Oh, what do the it. heck is going on? It's a team that I think we both talked about. Was not going to be good, uh, expected to be good, but not a team that was like walkover territory. This is not a Pirates. This is not a Detroit Tigers. Not a, I mean, the Mariners are playing well right now, but not one of those type of teams. Mm -hmm. And they've been kind of fighting back and forth. And I feel like, you know, there's been some guys who performed offensively. I forgot if Quetzal Marte, your boy, uh, mm -hmm. is back from injury, but mm -mm. he started off really good. He's not back. Dang. Mm -mm. I mean, he started off awesome. He matched his home run total in like two games against the Padres from last year. Um, so, but the other big thing is Eduardo Escobar. So what is kind of the feeling about some of the Diamondbacks players who are performing really well right now, especially considering that Cattell Marte and Zach Gallon, who are probably, to use a fantasy analogy, like the only two players that everybody drafted in their league this year. Like it's one of those type of situations well, along with maybe, maybe the closer. I don't know. But even that, um, not much, right? Yeah. He's the type of guy you pick up later and just hope that he gets you some saves. You know what I mean? But so how do you feel about those two guys and their breakout so far? Yeah, or so far, yeah, Eduardo Escobar. Who's the other guy for the breakout, Kittel? Yeah, or yeah. Eduardo Escobar, and then, um, I don't know. Who's the other player that's doing well right Carson now? Kelly's killing there it. There we go, Carson the Kelly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get some Carson Kelly talk, because those two, I mean, the, the question for the D-backs this season was, as I said a lot, was what version of the D-backs we were going to get, the 2019 version or the 2020 version. So far, we're getting pretty close to that 2019 version, because as you said, Askbar got seven bombs already on the season. He's been killing it the last two weeks. He's been on fire. Fogo power, in case you want to know Escobar's uh, <laughs> nickname, in case you didn't. 
know that. I don't think we got one for Carson Kelly yet. Oh, I'll make man. up one for him. But Carson Kelly's been on fire this season. He has a 12.05 OPS. He's got a 500. <laughs> yeah, he's killing it, dude. He's got a 500 OBP right now, dude. This dude has become a walking machine. He's got, what, 14 <laughs> walks and 44 at-bats. All this dude does is take walks, honestly. It's been amazing. Escobar, he started off the season kind of slow. The first week and a half wasn't too good. But he has, like, seven home runs in, like, his last 11 or 12 games like the dude has been on fire recently he's striking out a lot less too so those two have looked really good from the offensive side uh Carson Kelly has also looked good at the plate and then some other D-backs players have also stepped up Paven Smith recently has been playing pretty well in the absence of Ketel Marte and Tim Castro because the D-backs they've got some injuries too especially in that bullpen they pretty much have no closer right now Soria Tyler Clippard and Davinsky <laughs> anybody who is supposed every time you get named a closer you pretty much go on the injured list so that's been kind of the the mark of the beast <laughs> this year for the D-backs don't be named the closer you're going to be hurt so they they struggle mightily to close out games that, that's their biggest weakness if it's a close game the D-backs have to be up a lot once they hand it over to the bullpen because the numbers if you look at like the bullpen array like they're middle of the pack honestly the bullpen array would tell you that their bullpen is fine but if you watch the games it feels like they, they can never come through in those high leverage close games yeah. so that's always what concerns me and the pitching I, we might be turning a corner as i said bum garner back-to-back good starts luke weaver <laughs> looks a little bit better than last year zach gallon's still a beast taylor widener has been a revelation this year all we need is good merrill kelly he's the only one who hasn't given us any positive signs yet is going against the Padres tomorrow. This could be the breakout game for Merrill Kelly to jumpstart the D-back season. You go through a full rotation. Everyone looks like a stud. So this is what we need from Merrill Kelly tomorrow. And I'm here to make a bet with you, Javi Reyes, right here, right now on the Locked On. Uh, I don't even know whose podcast this is. The Locked <laughs> Locked On podcast, whoever it is. I already know what my wager is. Do you have a wager for me? You'll hear Javi's response to the wager. But first, I want to talk to you guys about Built Bar because Built Bar is back, more improved, and more delicious than ever before. They have 18 amazing flavors, but six new flavors. Caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate, and they're both soft and easy to chew. Now, the reason why I love Built Bars is because they're great for the health-conscious guy like me. Try to go to the gym when I can, and Built Bar tricks me. I think that made a candy bar when in reality, I'm actually eating a protein bar. That's low in calorie, low in sugar, but high in protein, and it's high in fiber, so it's great for that keto diet. If you go to BuiltBar.com right now, they reset their promo code for this relaunch. You can get a free cooler with purchase while supplies last. Just go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, all right, all right. Let's get back to the pod. Uh, well, first of all, just hearing you talk just now was like <laughs> Goku going super saiyan for oh, the yeah. first time. Like it was slowly like, hey, you know, Carson Kelly and this and so and Eduardo Escobar. Oh, like it slowly builds up and you're exploding. Hey, I love it. I love the energy. You know me. Uh, I'm a big fan of the energy uh, vibes and. I mean, yeah, I mean, so the funny thing is about our last bet, uh, I forgot to come up with one 
for for you if if the Padres had won, which they did end up winning. Mm-hmm. So at the last second, I was like, you have to retweet like all of my non-baseball stuff or whatever. Yeah. And then I just like after day one, I was like, I was dumb. <laughs> like I don't even want to do this. <laughs> I was like, yeah, all right, I'll send you the tweets or whatever. And I didn't tweet anything that was like that you couldn't have. Yeah. It was I, I, like crazy. I told you, like it wasn't anything like really problematic or too opinionated no. or anything like that. It was just dumb things like, Oh, look at Luffy. Yeah. It was <laughs> like, like, dumb like animated like that. stuff most of the time. Yeah. It was like animated stuff. There was something about movies. I forgot what it was, but uh, it was just funny. <laughs> and then I was like, ah, this is kind of dumb. Like it's not the same, right? Like it's just not the same. So this time it's, it's a bet that I've been also, ah, I don't know if I want to use it because I've been planning it with Jason Burke in our locked (laughs) on uh, fantasy baseball league, but you need to save it, save it, Javi. Don't use the good stuff right now. It's too early in the season. Yeah, it's too early. Well, we got, because me and Jason are playing each other this week. Oh, okay. And we have a a different bet. Uh, I'm fine. I'm I'm tuning out the details. Obviously the, the fallback option is always the icon change. Mm -hmm. Like if I can never think of anything in time, then you got to do the icon change. It's hilarious. Last year you did the Tatis thumbs up photo uh this year if we do fall back on that i will be choosing a cartoon or ridiculous looking picture obviously um but if not i was thinking maybe like you gotta name an episode a certain way uh something (laughs) along those lines or it has to be maybe we could do like the the lockdown diamondbacks account has to once a day uh tweet about uh like one tweet for like four days uh something positive about the padres something like that so but That's if you easy. have one for me, please, please go oh, ahead because yeah. you look excited. Oh, yeah, because I'm glad you mentioned Goku because it has something to do with oh, Dragon no. Ball Z. Oh, it's no. a little D-backs versus Dragon oh, Ball Z no. mashup, honestly. Just for the rest of the week after the D-backs win, I just want one tweet a day. I'll send it to you where it's something <laughs> along the lines like, Madison Bumgarner's on the mound. Let me check my scouting report. His power level's over 9,000. <laughs> something something so silly like that, honestly. Just something oh Dragon Ball Z God. and D-backs related. But yeah, it, this was like a, yeah. a low-key almost started a war, us two, when you were like, Dragon Ball is the goat. I don't care. <laughs> or something like that in the chat. I was like, I mean, okay, whatever. And then it was just this whole little thing. And I mean, look, Dragon Ball's, it's... It's so hard to even rank Dragon Ball, if we're being perfectly honest. It's very hard for me to, like, rank it a place because it's so fundamentally important to the culture of anime. And it's like, but, like, when you watch it back, it's very paint by the numbers in a certain way. It's like, all right, all of his friends get killed and Goku shows up, beats the guy or whatever, they yell a bunch. But, like, a lot of yelling. it's it's almost like the simplicity of it is great, where it's just like, yeah, Goku's going to come in and kick somebody's ass. That's all I care about. He's Earth's greatest defender, right? Like, I know people who are really get emotional over Dragon Ball and just Goku just being the hero who saves Earth, (laughs) and that's it. But I think that just as a show, it doesn't have the the greatest of dialogue, even though it's been memed to death. You just use over 9,000 and... (laughs) There's all sorts of lines of people like using in images. Um, but I just think that there's a lot of uh, more contemporary titles that are better. But still, hey, I respect the love for Dragon Ball. It's what got a lot of people at least. They, they like everyone knows who Goku and Dragon Ball is like people have heard of it. And that speaks mm-hmm. to its power as a massive global phenomenon for sure. Yeah, and it's helped so much just getting people crossed over into anime and stuff. But we don't All have right. to make this a Dragon Ball podcast, of course. I'll go <laughs> on and on. So how do you feel about the wager for that on your side? And only for the wager, too. I only want to be if one of our teams wins. If it's a split series, if we each win one game, then it's just mm-hmm. a push and no one wins. Yeah. It has to be a sweep. Yeah. I want a sweep out here. I want yeah, to yeah, end yeah, the yeah, Padres' yeah. life, okay? I want to take their heart <laughs> out. I want to eat it, and I want to stomp it on the ground after <laughs> Javi. I don't even know what I'm saying. 
Yeah, he doesn't even know what he's saying. Hey, you're feel, you're feeling it. Yeah, I, I respect it. it. Look, I get this way with Jeff Snyder of Locked On Dodgers all the time. You know, where I'm just absolutely over the mood, and I haven't even said a single word to him after after uh, the events of this weekend series. Because uh, sometimes, Miller, not. the results really just speak for themselves, right? Sometimes I love it when you reach that point, that point between rage and serenity. Oh, as uh, as um, let me as, light an uh, incense. Professor X says in the hit movie X Men First Class. That's the real strength right there, right? And that's where I'm at right now. The perfect point between rage and strength. Sometimes the results speak for themselves. Um, yeah, I like the bet, man. It's obviously, it's great. Um, mm. I respect it. I respect it because you know how much it <laughs> triggers me, yeah. uh, Madison Bumgarner. He's, I still think Joe Kelly is more number one for okay. triggered for me, but number two is, it's like a distant second, actually. I want to clarify that. Like, it's, <laughs> okay. it's a pretty distant, because at least Bumgarner is like good at baseball. You know what I mean? At least like there's, like there's a respect that has to be given for the fact that he's good at it. Joe Kelly's not good. And he's gets, he's lucky that he was thrown against the Astros and everybody started praising him for that thing. But um, just, just crazy stuff. And I'm excited, man. Javi and I will get into our little discussion about video games and who has been the best off season addition for the Padres. But first I want to talk to you guys about bet online because bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at Bet Online. This week has tons of sports action on the go as the NFL draft is on. The Kentucky Derby is back as the first leg of the Triple Crown begins this weekend. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Promo code LOCKEDON. Let's wrap up the pod. And also, just I, I think we got to get this in there. Can, can we? Can we just mention it real quick? Oh yeah, bring it. Okay, up. so we're recording this on Monday night. Earlier this morning, <laughs> I mean, we were already blessed with the Padres series. Mm-hmm. We were also blessed by an incredible headline uh, article take from Bill Plaschke of the Los Angeles Times, oh, saying yeah. that the, the 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 Padres cheated the Dodgers. Out of this. Incredible stuff. Thank you, Bill Plaschke. You just. Just a round of applause for you, man. That was so awesome stuff. Um, we were blessed with the trailer, a new trailer for the new Ratchet and Clank game coming mm. out on the PS5. And I didn't know this, but Millard, are you a big Ratchet and Clank fan? Oh, I'm a huge Ratchet and Clank fan. Oh I'm, my God! <laughs> going back through the Wikipedia, I was sad to see I might have missed a couple games in there. But mm-hmm. whenever the big ones come out, I would try to get them honestly. Because I first started playing uh, back on the PS2 with Going Commando, which was one of their first games Classic. out. And that one's like, that one's so much fun, honestly. Whenever I go back home to New Jersey, I always pop that in the PlayStation, honestly, and just relive my childhood. So uh, I'm glad to see it's, it's coming back. 
back in the the mascot platformer days playstation 2 air everybody who listens to my pod knows i'm a big video games guy and yeah i was ratchet and clank guy. it was it's funny because ps2 era you were like it was jack and daxter sly yeah. cooper ratchet and clank like it was it was like the it was like the, the lannisters and the targaryens like it was it was one or the other it was like the, it was a console war within only just one console though you know that was kind of the debate and i feel like there weren't too many people who were team sly cooper i feel mm-hmm. like the coolest people <laughs> no. were sly cooper honestly i mean that though because they were like vibing they were like look man i like the aesthetic of this game it's cool it's not over the top and ridiculous and well, I obviously I'm a Ratchet and Clank guy uh, just because I think those games fundamentally as gameplay experiences that just literally reward you for every single thing you do. And the more you play, whether it's getting new weapons, leveling up weapons, getting new gadgets, getting new armor, just getting money to buy new weapons and getting skill points and getting skins and all this stuff like there's that's what Insomniac games do. And yeah, I've played every Ratchet and Clank game. Uh, it's my favorite video game series of all time. And man, I mean, I don't know if you have a favorite out of the series mine personally is up your arsenal i just think that while it's not as aesthetically fine-tuned as some of the other titles there's some weird you can tell that they were because they only actually had a year i think to develop that one after uh going commando came out you can tell there's some issues there but i just think from a gameplay perspective and some of the jokes and lines shockingly how great that game turned out considering uh they didn't have as much time to to polish it a little bit it's, there's a little bit of lack of polish when you just look at some of the menus and some of the way the enemies work, the way the maps aren't as open and mysterious as previous games. I get that, but it's my favorite. I just think the weapons are all perfect and uh, crack in time would be number two for me, but what about you? Yeah, I was going to say crack in time. Uh, I love going oh. commando because that's like the OG and the first mm-hmm. one I fell in love with, but like in terms of actual gameplay crack in time, because I love the little puzzle games that they have. And then the boots that you get uh, later in the game, like I was just flying around on the boots. Oh, yeah, yeah. The little hover boots, the charge, honestly, boots. Yeah, the yeah. charge boots. I was just zipping around, just shooting people. Yeah. with those. So those are pretty elite. And Jack and Dexter. I mean, that might be the most forgotten game through the years, honestly. Like that was it's, one of the most elite. I think everyone knows games. it though. I think everyone knows that they're like, we want more. Everybody's so in. It was such a crazy. It's funny to think about how like that game start off as like this non-talking playable character in Jack in the first game. It's a platform. It's oh, classic stuff, right? Oh, Griffiths. And then it becomes like Grand Theft Auto where you're like jacking yeah. cars and there's guns and all this stuff. So what an amazing uh, like turn, uh, face turn for them. And that ends up being Naughty Dog who goes on to be one of the five best developers we probably have ever had. And they're amazing. And yeah, uh, crack in time, you know, and it's, it's funny because one complaint about the Ratchet series for the OGs is that they they stopped being as as like more what's the word like some of their humor it's it became a little bit more kiddish to a yeah, degree not and as gritty yeah not as gritty not that the games were like dark but mm-hmm. I mean here's the thing we just named two titles everybody just li- listen again to the titles this is not an accident going commando up your arsenal there's a game called size matters there's a game called tools of destruction let's just say there's some innuendos and they like doing that and they've kind of gone away from that spunk that kind of uh irreverent little thing that insomniac used to do with their games there's some funny jokes in those games but uh uh, yeah i think it's going to be great and the new trailer it just looks like a pixar movie i don't have a ps5 yet i know you mentioned you don't either but Mm -hmm. uh, i was so overjoyed when you responded responded to me i was like don't tell me more it's a I have to forgive him for all of his massive bum garner stuff. I have to forgive him. No, yeah, Ratchet and Clank and Spyro were a couple of my favorite characters mm. growing up. Honestly, I, I'm a huge fan of the Spyro games. I always try to get all those. When Did they you get come the out. HD remaster? 
I did. I wasn't a huge fan of the HD remaster mm-hmm. games. I didn't play all of them. I played one of them, and I was like, man, I'm really not into this. Honestly, I feel like Spyro's really not doing it aged too much. a little bit, right? It's yeah. aged a little bit. It's, it's aged like he, a little bit. I was mm-hmm. like, you really can't do much in this game. As <laughs> to, like, I'm like, I'm really just running around and just like running into gems. I'm like, yeah, you have the little horn, and then you breathe yeah. your fire every now and then. I like them, but also I didn't play them when I was younger. I only played like a little bit of the third and a little bit of the second. I think mm. so. Like it was more a little bit more new for me and i'm a sucker for og like platformers of any type even if they don't age well like i replay rockstar's bully like once a year which is a game that does not control well basically at all by today's standards but it's just there's something about it's nostalgia man it's nostalgia and ratchet's still chugging along though still chugging along i think it's gonna be a big hit for them and hopefully we hopefully we both can somehow get our hands on ps5s and yeah have a little brief emergency <laughs> review meeting of the new ratchet and click game and see where it fits in our rankings or whatever yeah uh, a lot of fun how are you going to get your PS5? Are you like subscribed to like drops or notifications? That's you- the thing. I guess I have to start looking because at first I was like, all right, I don't want to spend the money right now. Mm. Consoles are always a little weird. You don't want to do that, but mm. I might have to, man. I might have yeah, to. Yeah, that Padres podcast been picking it up, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> get that PS5 now. Okay, I mean, okay. I see. Everybody subscribe, man. <laughs> Try all to right. get me that PS5. Now, we've been talking here for a minute, but I do want to wrap mm. up the pod with one question. Bring it back to baseball. Tie it all Let's together, it. Javi. Let's I want it. to ask you, who has been your favorite offseason addition so far for the Padres? I mean, it's got to be him. It's got to be Joe Musgrove. <laughs> okay. If he hadn't thrown the no-hitter, I would mm-hmm. have said Melanson, and here's oh, wow. why. Because he's just, not only has he been just effective, mm. but he's been kind of fun. I don't actually know. I, I nah, what am I kidding? I got to go Darvish in second place. The mm. guy is just so fun to watch. The fact that he has all these pitches. Um, I do like the whole shark Melanson thing. Like that's his nickname. And I do like that the guy throws like 91 miles per hour only. Like he just, his fastball velocity isn't there, but all of his controls for his change up off speed stuff is just so great that he gets a bunch of ground outs and stuff, but it's you Darvish after um, Joe Musgrove, Joe Musgrove through the no hitter. Even if he regressive, even if he has an ERA of like 3.6, the rest of the way, bottom line is that history thing is forever. And while I know it's not like no hitter is never been accomplished or anything like that. It was the first for the Padres. And that was an incredible moment. I was on locker room live for the whole thing. Mm. Absolutely crazy stuff. So he's got to be number one. And I imagine every single Padres fan uh, will feel the same way. Shark Melanson just doesn't have the same (laughs) ring to it as freight train, huh? (laughs) (laughs) that's perfect (laughs) what a way to wrap up the pod that's javi reyes of lockdown padres people already know but tell them once again where can they find you javi uh you can find uh the twitter account for the show which is at lo underscore padres on twitter all kind of memes on there and good stats and updates on the show i like i've been using that account more and more lately uh thanks also and credit to our social team that gives us good graphics and stuff to use. And also my own account, which is at Javipeno, and that's spelled J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O. All kind of memes on there as well, and some dreams, memes and dreams. We we, we, we got to have both on there. I'm um, talking about all sorts of things, similar to like this Ratchet Click bit that we went on. So uh, yeah, check me out there and stay faithful, everybody. Stay faithful. Onwards, as they say, which is becoming one of my favorite phrases. D-backs coming for the sweep. All right, thanks, Javi. <laughs> That's it for this edition of the Locked On Dimebacks podcast. Remember, get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Baskowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
And as always, friends, come back tomorrow for more Dimebacks news coverage and insight. And as always, stay safe and stay healthy. Deuces!